I'll never forget those sirens in my rearview mirror, the sound and how my heart dropped in that very moment. David Tyree is a Super Bowl champion, but years before he won his Super Bowl ring with the New York Giants, David's life was out of control. Being asked to get out that car and them searching the car and pulling out that half a pound of marijuana, it was a deflating moment in my life. I tried to run, tried to hide, tried to keep you out. Oh, I tried it all, all I got left me broken down. David Tyree began a new chapter in his life after he was arrested that night, and he's going to share what happened that changed him on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Super Bowl 54 is just days away, so we thought this would be an opportune time for a great archive story, and we thought we would share it here. And later in this episode, you're also going to hear from Billy Graham. We make too much of some of the young players, and these young players sometimes just cannot take it, and they crack up. Because you see, only one God can occupy the throne of your heart. It's either the world and its pleasures and its gods, or it's Christ. Which is it for you? If you'd like to know more about what Billy Graham is talking about, go to our website, findpeacewithgod.net. Once again, that's uh, findpeacewithgod.net. And if you'd like to get in touch with us here at GPS, remember, you can shoot us an email at gps at billygram.org. That's gps at billygram.org. GPS. God. People. Stories. That day, we were the underdogs. It was a game many thought was over before we even played. The game David Tyree is talking about is Super Bowl 42. February 3rd, 2008, David's New York Giants played the undefeated New England Patriots. In the fourth quarter, David caught a touchdown pass. But then the Patriots scored and retook the lead. What happened next is David Tyree's claim to fame. It's known as the helmet catch. On third down, with time running out, Giants quarterback Eli Manning escaped being sacked and threw a pass downfield. As I look back, it was easy to see Eli was under duress. I knew I was open, but I wouldn't be open for long. David Tyree jumped up, pinned the ball against his helmet with one hand, and somehow held on to it as he was tackled to the ground. It was a catch that gained 32 yards and put the Giants in scoring position. Then, just a few plays later, the Giants did score, and they ended up winning Super Bowl forty-two. David Tyree was the unlikely hero. Before that game, though, David had only caught a few passes all season, which was actually the norm for him ever since he'd been in the league. The New York Giants drafted me in the sixth round of the 2003 draft, and uh, it was everything that I was looking for, and I, I just enjoyed every moment of it. Ah, but maybe David's enjoyment of being an NFL player went a little too far. You know, most people would like to think that, you know, money would solve all your problems. And I found that the money only multiplied the evils that were in my life. It just gave me access to more of the things that I craved the most, whether, you know, if I had women, it just made me that much more likable by women. If I loved alcohol, now I was able to get all the alcohol I wanted. I loved, whereas maybe in time past, I didn't have marijuana. Now I'm able to buy all the marijuana that I wanted. You know, I was one person in public and, and and a totally different person in private. David did manage to have a successful first season in the NFL, and he was even named Special Teams Rookie of the Year. But his personal life was spiraling out of control. 
you know, I smoked weed every single day throughout my rookie year. And I began to not just smoke the weed, I began to sell the weed. My struggles with alcohol were a lot more than just having a good time and getting wasted and laughing away. I was totally, you know, just inebriated to the point where I couldn't keep my composure. There were times where my blackouts, you know, led me to places where I woke up the next day and naked in a bed and not knowing, you know, what happened the night before. There's one night, though, that David clearly remembers. March 2nd, 2004. David was driving in New Jersey with two friends during the NFL offseason. He was speeding and police pulled him over. I'll never forget those sirens in my rearview mirror, the sound and, and how my heart dropped in that very moment. You know, being asked to get out that car and, uh, and them searching the car and pulling out that half a pound of marijuana. And uh, it was a deflating moment in my life. All three men in the car were arrested. Sitting inside a cell, David had a life-changing realization. I really just knew I was at the end of my own strength. I realized I'm 24 years old, NFL Special Teams Rookie of the Year, New York Giants Rookie of the Year, and I got everything that anybody could potentially want, but it didn't lead to anything apart from decay and death and disappointment. I was broken, and, you know, and I realized that, you know what, there was no one to look at other than myself. And at that moment, nothing else mattered. I, I just knew I needed something more. I just cried out in desperation and just said, God, all I know is I need you. God began to work in David's heart. A few days later, he handed over his life to Jesus Christ. I could no longer resist God's love. As I received God's forgiveness, I knew that I was, I was new. The person of Jesus Christ was now a reality in my life. It wasn't just a myth. It wasn't just a figment. Or this, this idea, the forgiveness of sins is what actually sets man free. And I was immediately transformed. Transformed, indeed. David gave up drugs. He gave up drinking, started reading the Bible daily. And a few months later, he married his girlfriend. He was a new person from the inside out. It was four years later when David made the helmet catch, which many pundits have called the greatest play in Super Bowl history. But David knows he wouldn't have made it to that high point in his life if not for that low point of a night spent in a jail cell crying out to God for help. I knew that I experienced a love that had changed my life forever, and I knew there was never going to be any looking back for me. Felt so much pressure, yes, I thought I would crack, but now there's no looking back. I'm moving forward because I know I got my arm and now no fear, no doubt. Gonna shoot me down, 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 down. Are you ready, ready to put your past behind you and begin a brand new life? It's possible if you have a personal relationship with God's Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and the Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Surrender your heart to Jesus and you can experience that same transformation that David Tyree went through. A place to learn more about that is our website. It is findpeacewithgod.net. Very deliberate wording, very deliberate name, findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, we're going to hear from another man who lived out his faith as an NFL player. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. 
Americans tend to think of athletes as godlike beings. Billy Graham. We make too much of some of the young players, and these young players sometimes just cannot take it, and they crack up because it takes experience and maturity to take all the money and all the fame so suddenly at such a young age. Because you see, only one God can occupy the throne of your heart. It's either the world and its pleasures and its gods, or it's Christ. Which is it for you? Every person that ever lived has to make the same choice. Now, you can't change your past, but you can determine your destiny by deciding for Christ. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Come to Christ. He will give you a new strength and a new power and a new joy and a new peace and a purpose for living. On this episode of GPS, our guest is David Tyree. Today, he is once again with the New York Giants, working for them. He's a mentor to young players on the team. David's passion for football and living out his faith, they go hand in hand. And the very same is true for former NFL player Corey Lynch. Yeah, Corey is married to Billy Graham's granddaughter, Sissy. He spent seven seasons in the NFL before he retired from the Indianapolis Colts in 2014. What I've experienced in football over the years is that people don't respect Christians who waver. But if you can find a way to stay solid in your faith and unwavering, you know, we're we're all going to stumble and fall, but generally unwavering, they might not like you, but they will respect you for who you are. But, you know, they'll still try you. They'll still find out ways to try to get under your skin. But I've always felt a certain level of respect mostly at the end of the day, maybe not in the middle of the day, but at the end of the day, I've felt a level of respect if you stay solid to your beliefs. That thought is one that Corey shared on another one of our podcasts, Fearless with Sissy Graham Lynch. He also shared a lot more about his faith in Christ. And if you'd like to hear what he had to say, check out the link in the show notes, or you can listen at Sissy Graham Lynch at C-I-S-S-I-E GrahamLynch.com. When you're there, look for episode five of the Fearless Podcast. That's the one featuring Corey. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Big thank you to David Tyree for sharing his story. Also to Citizen Way for sharing their music. And of course, to you for listening. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Oh,